Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. All right, so thanks for coming. Thanks for clicking the play button. Uh, Thanks for valuing my opinion just enough to listen. Okay, so on this podcast episode, I'm going to be talking about a bunch of different random things within uh, my job and just kind of feel like sharing them with you. All righty. All right, so first off, uh, for the past, I want to say three weeks, I've been prospecting expired listings uh, Monday through Friday, once a day for anywhere from at least an hour to maybe two. Um, So a few things I wanted to note about that. One would be uh, doing it Monday through Friday and then taking a break from that specific prospecting activity Saturday and Sunday uh, makes it a lot easier to start again on Monday, right? Where it's like you get this mental break over the weekend to where you're actually in the mood to call them on Monday uh, or kind of looking forward to doing it on Monday because you're mentally refreshed. Um, So I think that's a good idea if you're prospecting um, something like expires or or what have you. Uh, I would say don't don't be afraid to take a break uh, over the weekend. Um, If you want to be hardcore, of course, you can call over the weekend. But um, just something I want to note is it is refreshing to start on Monday after taking a two-day break because you're like mentally refreshed to hop back in uh, on the phones, right? I think I think of it a lot like uh, going to the gym, right? Where there's all these people that go to the gym all the time and it's just a habit, right? And they say, oh, it's tough or it's uh, shitty or, or whatever going to the gym. Um, but at the end of the day, they enjoy going for whatever reason, right? So with this, I would tie it to that as it sucks in the same way as working out right like before you run a mile you're like shit and you run a mile but then after that you feel good uh, same thing with prospecting is it's like you dread it right before it happens but then you feel good once it's over because you did it and um, developing that habit is a lot like someone going to the gym they just go and it comes to the point where they actually kind of enjoy it and kind of like it um, so that's something I've kind of noticed these past three weeks being very consistent with it Monday through Friday is it's getting to the point where I'm actually kind of low-key looking forward to it even though it's not an enjoyable prospect or prospect um enjoyable process a lot like exercising all right so second thing I would like to bring up uh, would be in regards to scripts right um so one thing I noticed or I believe is that real estate is very subjective very opinionated, right? I, I may think one thing and someone else may think something else. And what I think works for me and what they think works for them, but there's no uh, absolute answer to this uh, industry, right? Sales. So I hear real estate trainers, you know, say one thing and I hear another real estate trainer say another. Um, so in regards to scripts, like I just made the, the decision that I'm just going to make my own scripts right um, because at the end of the day I decide what makes sense and I decide what I'm gonna do um, because it's subjective right so with scripts I made an expired script and I decided not to actually write out word for word what I'm gonna say more or less it'll say like say this right or it'll say ask this question in the moment I may say it one way 
And then when I call someone else in that moment, I may say it in a different way. It doesn't really matter how I word it so long as I ask the question, right?、Um, I think that that helps me avoid sounding like a robot, sounding too scripted, makes it a little bit more conversational, more natural when the script says, ask them this. And then it doesn't, doesn't matter too much about what words I pick so long as I ask it. And then once I'm, I'm at a different threshold in the conversation, it's like, as this here. Right. So I feel that that guidance、uh, has, has made my conversations smoother.、Um, also, I'm not too focused on, like, say this specific word or say that specific word. Because depending on how someone talks to me is going to determine how I talk to them. And that decision is made. At a snap of the fingers in that exact moment. So, to have a, a script that's a one fit all, one size fits all, is unrealistic. And this is my opinion, right? Because real estate sales is subjective.、Um, this is what I had came up with. So, that's、uh, something I wanted to bring up as well is that specific script is just like a, a guiding tool, not necessarily a word for word.、Um, Type thing. Three. For me, when I first started hopping on the phones, particularly talking to sellers, I had a really hard time talking to them because I didn't know what to ask. I, I wasn't aware of pre qualifying a seller, I didn't know how to do it.、Um, so sometimes I'd ask irrelevant questions and、um, I'd be stuck talking to these people. And I've been talking to sellers here consistently for a few weeks now, and I feel a lot more comfortable talking to these people. And I feel like the reason I am more comfortable talking to these people is because I have developed the skill of pre qualifying a seller. Now, that's something you're going to have to,、um, if you don't know how to do that, it's, it's going to be something you're going to have to take upon yourself to figure out. And like I said, real estate is a subjective art, so ultimately you decide. Uh, what questions you want to ask when you pre qualify. I recommend you, you write down all of them and then pick which ones are relevant.、Um, but the point is, I have a pre qual script. So when I'm talking to these sellers, I, I know what questions to ask. I, I kind of know what direction we're going. So a lot of my confidence came from that, right? Pre qualifying sellers.、Um, another thing is kind of where, where it fits in the timeline on paper. You would technically or whatever pre qualify the seller after you book the appointment. But what I think people don't realize is you're pre qualifying from the first phone call, right? The, the pre qualifying process with the seller starts immediately. It's just the deadline is、uh, before you show up to the actual appointment. And people, people, I believe, think that the deadline is when you ask all the questions. But not necessarily. You might have to ask a few questions by the deadline. A few questions maybe you haven't asked yet. But the pre qualifying starts at the very beginning where you're discovering a bunch of stuff. Discovering a bunch of stuff and pre qualifying is very, very similar. There's a huge overlap between the two. Because when you're pre qualifying, you are discovering a ton of、uh, relevant information from the sellers. Like, A bunch, of, a bunch of, I'm not going to get into, into the nitty gritty, but the point is 
if if you feel like you don't have confidence talking to these sellers and you haven't developed a skill set to pre-qualify them, I think if you do develop the skill set to pre-qualify them, your um, confidence is going to go up tremendously. Next point here, another thought that I have or had is this is the issue that I was running into or I still kind of do is I'm prospecting and I find someone. Here it is. Here's this person interested in moving, interested in selling, and they give me a timeline. They say six months or three months, right? Cool, whatever. I found someone interested. There's the timeline. And then we agree on when's the next time I'm going to call, whether that be three months, six months, or whatever. And then I call, and they don't answer. And I repeatedly call them, and they don't answer. And nothing ever came about it. Okay. What happened there? Right? So, a couple things. Right? One, maybe I didn't ask enough questions from that beginning conversation, that initial conversation that maybe I should have. Right? Maybe if I discovered more, maybe something different could have happened. Right? That's one possibility. Second is... When I do call them back, because this also has happened where I'll call them back three, six months later and either they don't remember remember me in that conversation or they vaguely remember me in that conversation. So that's another issue. So there's a void uh, in between these conversations um, that need to be filled with something, right? So there's things you can do that are supplementary. A few things I haven't implemented just yet, but I'm in the process of. So I think postcards is great. So, or actually, let me tell you this is what I'm going to do. So I find someone on the phone's cold call. They're interested, right? Immediately after that conversation, uh, pull out one of my postcards. Uh, on the back, write a note, put a stamp on it, and send it over to them. Now when they receive it a few days later, they get that postcard, and they remember me, right? Um, another thing I can do, or another thing I'm going to be implementing is... Uh, seller alerts, right? Um, so for those of you that don't know, Ylopo, they offer a service where you can register a seller, uh, plug in their address and email, and once a week they start getting market updates on their house, relevant information on their house. That's another thing. Those are two strong points. So now let's say I call you, say I'm going to call you back in three months. Within those three months, I send you two, maybe three postcards, and once a week you're getting these Uh, market updates the next time i call three months later you're more than likely going to remember who i am versus this other way of i call i disappear and then i call again and then they don't answer or uh it was too late or um they vaguely remember me right so there's supplements that can help me stay top of mind and help me convert right while i'm uh speaking to these people something that came to mind that i felt like i should share with you guys so in my mind it's like every seller that i have in my database that i'm actively following up with theoretically i should be sending them postcards because it's going to help them remember me and who knows who knows maybe they'll even end up calling me out of the blue one day saying hey uh we're ready right so i guess the point is um there's things you can do to 
to fill the void in between these conversations. But something probably more important than that would be to ask the right questions from the beginning, right? If, if, you, if you're having a conversation with someone, they say, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about selling in three months. Call me back in three months. You really want to unravel the why up front right then and there. Okay, great, John. Can you, you know, tell me a little bit more on to why three months is important? You know, X, Y, Z. If you haven't discovered the motivation, that's a problem. Timeline, that's number one. Number two, motivation. Motivation is more important than timeline, but timeline's easier to discover. A lot of people don't like want to, or a lot of people don't want to like fess up the motivation. It's like private to them. So it's your job to, to discover that and to be slick with your words so that it, 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 it comes to light, right? Because once you discover that, that timeline suddenly can become shorter, right? Um, can become shorter, not all the time, but it, it now can become shorter because you now know what's going on. So you can advise and pull that time frame back. <clears throat> that's something I wanted to bring up. All right, so I think that's that's going to be it for this episode. I hope you liked it. I hope there was value there. Of course, I don't have all the answers, but you can take what I what I have said and you know form your own opinion, cherry pick what you like, and that's gonna be it. So if you like the podcast, great. Please leave a review. Please share it with a friend. Um, and uh, follow me on Instagram. I'm at at Jacob Sells Homes, and that's about it. Alrighty, thank you guys for coming through, and have a great rest of your day.